This episode of Kate's and Yesterday contains true crime stories, the details of which some people may find distressing. Listener discretion is advised. Let's get spoopy. <laughs> is that the intro? That's the intro. Cool. Welcome to Kids from Yesterday podcast. The Halloween special. Ooh. Very spoopy. Spoopy. I've just seen the spookiest thing in the world. What? Oh. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what did you see, Courtney? I saw, finally, the video that Cloda keeps threatening. Um, the Cobra Starship music video in Avon Shopping Centre. And it was every bit as spoopy and wonderful as I could have imagined. Thank you for sharing that with it me. It was very spoopy. Honestly, Send her a thousand and I, I gave her a thousand. I'm very broke now. And uh, <laughs> she stole my money and then showed me a video. Yeah, it's spoopy. Speaking of spoopiness and Gabe's border though, <laughs> Halloween. What a nice segue. What a nice segue. So obviously today we're going to talk about Halloween because it's Halloween week. Woo. And what is more emo? There is no more emo holiday than Halloween. You know, depending on how you spend Christmas. Of course, Halloween. <laughs> depending on what, yeah. Depending on what you do for Christmas, but Halloween, um, very spooky time, very emo. And one Halloween, I dressed up as Gabe Saporta, which consisted of a plaid shirt and a purple hoodie and fake glasses. Because at the time, I didn't need glasses. I know you do. I know I do. I'm very blind. Very blind. But yeah. That's, I mean, are we all Gabe Saporta? <laughs> like... Yeah, like it didn't take any effort. I was like, I'm not going to put any effort in. Nobody will know that I'm dressed up as Gabe Zaporta, but I'm secretly dressed up as Gabe Zaporta because I was 15 and like, it was too cool to dress up for Halloween. And you were super random. It was so random, like rawr dinosaur, you know? Yeah. Um, So that's that's our dress up as for Halloween. Courtney, have you ever dressed up as an emo character for Halloween? You know what? I actually don't think I have. Yeah? I feel like I just dress like Pete went every day. That's I do, quite fair. I do distinctly remember going into town one day wearing red skinny jeans, a massive belt, and like a black, like massively oversized hoodie, and like my Converse. And I met up with my friend, and she was like, "Your dress is Pete Wentz. I can't talk to you." Today. <laughs> she was like, "This is too weird. You've taken it too far." But like, I actually don't think I ever dressed up as. Like I, I was very into like I like was a lot of gothic dolls a few times. Like mm. if I had like weirdly like gothic kind of clothes i kind of miss some of the i mean i can't fit into them anymore so that's why i don't have them anymore but i miss some of the clothes mm. i had i mean we've talked about strange wardrobes on this show on our fashion episode on our fashion episode which if you haven't listened to it please do um but on our fashion episode what's that that's all panic no disco is our fashion all panic episode. no disco yeah yeah um we talked about st- interesting wardrobe choices and a lot of those clothes i think i'd still probably wear today but yeah, like, I yeah. think you had a really cool sense of like fashion. For me, it was just like jeans and a hoodie. Um, that was the extent of my emo fashion. But you had a very you wore like lots of uh, corsets and stuff, though. Yeah, and like waistcoats, and I had yeah. like interesting like 
Ryan Ross blazers. But like I also was really into like customizing clothes. Yeah. Which I've retained because I now make my own clothes. I don't which make them really well. Cool. I made that skirt. Wow. For those who aren't li- who are listening, Courtney just pointed a skirt which is like black mini skirt, like A line. Um, with skulls on it. That's really cool. Thank you. It looks like shit on the inside. <laughs> but you can't see that. And so it's, it's like fine. hemmed with like yeah. ribbon. Like yeah. Black ribbon at the bottom. So that little, is so cool. Now it'll cover my ears. <laughs> that is really cool. Thank you. I Thank made you. it because um, me and Danny, who you may have heard on our fan fiction episode a few weeks ago. You better have heard it. You, yeah, because I mean, if you haven't, what are you doing? Go stop listening to this right now and go listen to that. But we are going to go to, um, so there's a club night in Dublin called Sabotage. And they were doing a My Chemical Romance appreciation night and we were thinking about going. Oh, yeah. Um, And I was like, oh, I'll make the skirt because I was going to make it anyway. So I was like, I'll wear that. Um, So instead I, I wore it to my emo book, not emo, my book convention because I'm an emo and a nerd. Yes. <laughs> so I was like, here, I'm wearing my own clothes. I, the other thing I made was a Harry Potter dress out okay. of Harry Potter bedsheets. <laughs> oh, cool. So people were like, oh my God, that's really cool. And I'm like, thanks, hon, Penny's bedsheets. That is really cool. You're, you're actually pretty talented. My extent of um, editing my clothes, altering my clothes. Editing. <laughs> editing my clothes. What? Sometimes I just don't Haters work. will say it's Photoshop. Yeah. Uh, was cutting the neck off things. Thinking I, I did that fucking too. Hayley Williams. I did that too. I did it really badly. I but hated yeah. necklines and now I'm like... Give me neckline. Protect, protect the nail neck. turtleneck. <laughs> so yeah, um, Halloween. Most emo time Holiday of the year. Of all time. Um, so we're going to kind of go through some of our favorite spoopy things i mean pretty much as soon as october hit you go on tumblr and all you see and i think we posted on our tumblr because i like to keep ahead of the trends um, <laughs> is the it's almost halloween the panic at the disco song mm-hmm. which i feel like is just like the epitome of emo halloween yes yeah. it's like this is the time of year when people constantly repost spooky scary skeletons with a dancing pumpkin man yes and it's almost Halloween. That's yes. all I see. my dash that's all my dashboard has on it. That's that's it. That's how I remember I haven't used Tumblr in years. Courtney looks after our Tumblr. It's kids from yesterday pod. pod. Yeah. yeah. We have some followers. I got thirty notes on something I posted the other day. It was Ooh, <laughs> you <went> viral. <laughs> I went viral with the worst possible post. It's um you know, um what's the Panic Disco song? It's almost Halloween. No. <laughs> <laughs> the Ballad of Mona Lee. So you know the Panic the Disco song, London Beckons songs written. Yeah. About I know what you're talking about. You know yeah. what I'm talking about. I can't the whole title, it's whatever. It's just it's London Beckoned. And the line, well, it's just a wet dream to the web theme. Mm-hmm. I wrote a post which just says, Well, it's just a wet dream to the Shrek meme and everybody hates it. And <laughs> it just why not? That's funny. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. People, the only comments I've had on it are, thanks, I hate it. And I'm like, I do too. Really? No, it's in like, that's a, that's a, it's an internet joke. Thanks, oh. I hate it. It's like, uh, thanks, I hate it. Oh, I was like, no, why are I'm being bullied. I'm internet. being bullied on the internet. Don't have to go on and get <laughs> Don't be bullied. How dare you? No, it's a, it's an internet thing. Okay. Like, oh my God, Claudia, it's like an internet thing. You wouldn't understand. I wouldn't understand. No, it's like, so thanks, old. I hate it. It's like, and Simple Creatures have a song called Thanks, I Hate It, and it's horrible, and it's beautiful. It's actually my favorite of all their songs they've ever done. I like, hate the rest of them. I hate all the rest of them. So this is like, I like this a lot because it's so horrible. There's oh. like, it's, it's horrendous, and it's beautiful. Mm. But it's called Thanks, I Hate It. And it's, it's great. Rude. Sorry, that was just my laptop dying. <laughs> um, oh, I need that, actually. So, Panic! The Disco had that song. I think another... Well, 
the soundtrack for Nightmare Before Christmas and the soundtrack for Almost Alice and Jennifer's Body, they're kind of scary emo Halloween films. Yeah. Well, oh, uh, Alice Mulan isn't really, but it kind of is. Um, but I definitely would be a huge fan of kind of that like genre of like Tim Burton films with yeah. like uh, Corpse Bride, Caroline. Caroline is my oh, favourite. I love it so much. It's so good. Um, I like those kind of films. Um, I'm really into Sweeney Todd. Yeah. Um, what was the other one he did? Um, with Christopher Walken is in it. Don't know. Not Edward. It's about like um. It's about like a. I think it's about like a. A horse. <laughs> it's about a horse. Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. Uh really good. I like love those kind of. I haven't watched Burton. Sleepy Hollow in a very long time. I have I haven't yeah. seen ages either. And um, that genre films. I was. I think I have every single. Almost every single Hina Bonham Carter, Johnny Depp, and um. Timber and collab, I've like all their films on DVD. Obsessed, he used to be obsessed. Johnny Depp can go fuck himself now. But anyway, um, and Helena Bonham Carter married to Tim Burton. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think. Or were sep- they? I think I think they've separated now. Okay. Well, like they were they were married and then they lived in separate houses and then eventually they were like, yeah, we're not together anymore. So I don't know. Oh okay. They're they're. But she's quirky and cool. Yeah, she's I really like good. her. I feel like that's like stereotype emo kid. Oh, like, 100%. That you know, and I love what's the other one as well? We've mentioned it before in this podcast with the with Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko. Yeah. yeah. But those are like the full... I think the thing that legitimises the Nightmare Before Christmas obsession is like the re-release they did. They did a reissue of the soundtrack and then obviously yes. you had Fallout Boy doing... And Flyleaf, yeah. yeah. It's like Marilyn Manson, Flyleaf, Fallout Boy and Panic at the Disco. So they did This Is Halloween. Which is funny because it's almost Halloween and then this is Halloween. Yeah. Um, and Mara Manson did this is Halloween as well. Or did he do what's this? It kind of reiterates that it's a... Oh, I think Flyleaf did Flyleaf what's this. Flyleaf and Fallout Boy did what's this, yeah. Um, it reiterates the fact that that's like a, an emo Halloween film. Yeah. No, it totally does. And it's those are emo, kind of the versions. Festival, you know? My favourite time of year. I love Christmas. But I love Halloween a bit more. I don't like Christmas. I hate Christmas. See, uh, my thing about Christmas is I like don't like Christmas Day and depending on the lead up to Christmas like last year I was going through a really shit like the worst time of my life and I was like I'm not looking forward to Christmas because I know it's going to be shite yeah but this year I'm like I'm in such a better place now so I know Christmas is going to be enjoyable okay that's fair so like it it does depend on my kind of I think so mood. too I think it depends where I'm at because uh, yeah definitely I have I have cynical thoughts about everything but like Christmas being like a capitalist nightmare is <laughs> here, like, we <laughs> here we go here we go I just thought marshmallow was in life Courtney. Yeah, I mean that's good and that's valid and I like some parts of it. But I think overall I hate the like people are like, If you don't like Christmas, you're a Grinch. Well maybe I wanna be the fucking Grinch. Mm. It's another good film. Yeah, it is a great film as well. Film, beloved by emo kids and others. I feel like there's just a lot of cultural crossovers. There is, and we spoke about this before, definitely. Um, it's like that. The, the meme. Do you know? Do you know these memes? Called? <laughs> <We'll> <laughs> see what, which memes is going on. Which memes is not. <laughs> the one of like the guys with their hands in the circle, and it's like, it's either they're arm wrestling. Oh yeah. And then there's the one where they're like the four arms in a circle, and they're, they're like holding bumping? wrists or like. Yeah, oh, yeah, they're yeah, holding yeah. each other's wrists. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, I feel like that's. Tim Burton films. Tim Burton like emo films. kids. Somebody else. People nerds. over... Nerds. Yeah. <laughs> nerds. People uh, like, over 40. People over 40. I don't know where that came from. Okay. But we'll just, you know, people <laughs> over 40. Um, yeah. We all... We all love a bit of Tim Burton. We do. 
So apart from Tim Burton films, spookiness. There is some spookiness. We've 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 found a couple of different spooky stories that we love that have kind of got to do with emo and music. Um, they are actually all three of them have something to do with music. Um, and we thought we'd go through each of these kind of their stories and conspiracies. Um. And we're not actually talking about Tom's Long when it comes to conspiracies <laughs> for once. Um, you can find that on our episode five, Aliens Exist, if yeah, you want to hear us talk about Tom's Long. We've, we've talked about that in depth. In one of the stories I did try to find, though, it was there was another thing about Tom DeLong, and it was like the conspiracy is Tom DeLong knows things that government doesn't know, and you're like, I don't think that's a conspiracy anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I feel like there's that's not a conspiracy. What are you talking about? Um, but do you? Oh, will I go first with yeah. my first discovery? Um, so I did a little bit of searching because emo conspiracies are not actually that easy to find. So I found a few videos by Crank That Frank. You know Crank That Frank? You've heard of him, he's a YouTuber. But he had no, like you know me in the internet, Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, you guys may have heard of Crank That Frank. Um, he's pretty popular on the Instagram, but he does a series about like conspiracies, and he did emo conspiracies. And one was that like he thought Panic and Disco were going to get back together or something. So like through me trying to find emo conspiracies, um. I think the thing was like they thought Panic the Disco were getting back together but actually Ryan Ross was just returning from the dead <clears throat> to play Northern Downpour in 2019. Did he do that? Oh my god Claudia you, you don't <laughs> you need to start looking at it. Because he has the dead kids club thing yeah, right? The, 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 yeah dead end kids club. Them dead kids club you know. <laughs> Claudia this is alright don't <laughs> I'm actually my mother recording this is not Claudia this is her mother record today hasn't a clue what's going on. Um, <laughs> Does she want to be a witch? <laughs> yeah my mom thought I was trying to be a witch when I was a kid and I was being emo. She's like, you trying to be a witch? And I was like, no, mom, you just don't understand I'm emo. Um, but yeah, I don't do Tumblr. Yeah. Because I'm... Uh, Old. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. Old and don't understand the emo. But the, the Courtney memes. is cool and young at heart, so... Young at heart. I just, most of the time I'm like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I don't understand how people talk to each other. And so I don't understand it anyway. But it's on our Tumblr. It's in, he did a show the other day and he played Northern Downpour on stage. Oh, and it was like... What? Like it was really weird. But he's he back. can't sing. No. God love him. He no. was my favourite now actually in in Panic, like my absolute fave. Um and I remember those pictures came out where he allegedly had cocaine on the table and my heart broke and peace. I was like, No, it's not, it's it's not real. That that can't be real. Somebody put that there to make him look bad. But like, you know, Naomi is not all understands that people, you know, people, people, people do drugs, the people be doing fine. shit, like, and it's just, fine, you yeah. know, it's fine, you do you and everything like that. Um, but yeah, so Panic the Disco, not get back together. No, that was one of the conspiracies. But the, the second one, while I was trying to dig into where this even came from, that I came across, was the fact that people believe not only is Kurt Cobain not dead, which is a popular conspiracy. Oh, I mean, yeah. every time somebody famous dies, like Elvis isn't dead. Like, Michael wasn't there the, like, Ian Michael Jackson? Like, all these people, that they're, they're like, oh, he's not dead. He's doing something else. Kurt Cobain is not dead. He is, in fact, disguised as Rivers Cuomo from Weezer. <laughs> that is amazing. Which, what? They don't have the same face, Clodagh. I don't, no. I don't, like, I don't understand... Because you posted a video on our Facebook the other day. Yeah. Of, apparently it was Billy Joel. Billy Joel. Billy Joel. <laughs> this is Billy Joel. No, Billy Joel, <laughs> uh, Pete Wentz and Rivers Cuomo, yeah. right? I thought that was actually Patrick Stump in the middle. No, that was Rivers. From the angle of his face. Yeah, I was, it did, I was really yeah. confused. I was like, is that Patrick Stump? 
He might have been no. wearing a hat. I can't remember. Yeah, I think um, he was, and that's why I thought it was. But the so. really funny thing about that video is that they were all talking about when they first met, and Billy Joe could not pin down when he first met Rivers. And could Rivers pin down when he first met Billy? No, it was all very like back and forth. Oh, I first met Rivers wherever I first met. No, I don't know. I fr- where did I first meet? They couldn't get it, like, and I was like conspiracy. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, that's an interesting one. I mean, my favorite conspiracy is that um, Green Day on the Weezer being Masters. <laughs> Where did that come from? I Don't have know. no clue. Yeah, it wasn't know. this podcast? That's no, for sure. <laughs> definitely wasn't a made-up thing on this podcast. That is my favorite, though. I enjoyed that conspiracy the most. I just thought that was really funny. Like, it's it's such a weirdly specific thing. Yeah, um, it's very specific. Especially because Weezer are like, like they're kind of like a, they are like the second. If, like, Nirvana had come out maybe, like, a few years later, post-grunge, yeah. Yeah. they could have been Weezer. Yeah. Like, I mean, a lot of the arguments I've seen is when people talk about Nirvana, they're like, they only said they were grunge because of how Kirk Cobain dressed. They didn't actually fit into the grunge style. And you're like, arguably, yes. Yeah. Um, like, currently what I'm seeing, especially since, I mean, we talked about Hello Megator in the last episode, but a thing I keep seeing over and over again is when people are like, oh, um, blah, 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 emo bands coming together and people are like since when is Weezer emo mm. and I'm just like what planet are you guys living on yeah somebody just asked me about that as well recently they were like I can understand Fallout Boy and Green Day but not Weezer yeah. and I was like they've always been like I've always linked yeah. Weezer as emo mainly because like and we've spoken about this before like what makes an emo band is it the bands that they have previously mentioned as their influences, influences. Yeah. and I remember Paramore saying that Weezer was an influence of theirs so that's where the emo association came from for me yeah. so I don't know whether people haven't made that association because of that or it's like it could just be that because Pinkerton was so popular and then because of their like trying to move away from it that maybe people were like they're not emo but some people were like oh I just didn't consider Pinkerton emo whereas we literally have looked at all the like emo literature mm. and it's considered emo in like by people who are experts by mm-hmm. like experience i guess um so it's just really interesting to me how many people who are like Weezer are not emo but with nirvana some people say they're emo like when you google nirvana it comes up is nirvana an emo <laughs> and you're like hmm. nirvana are a band but it's like are they aren't they i don't know would would it make sense primo if, yeah pre, they were yeah they were primo i think and would it make sense that if Kurt Cobain wasn't dead would he really be rivers Cuomo? Or would he just go live in solitude somewhere? Who knows? I think it's a fair... You know, there's some wild (laughs) conspiracies, which we will get to. But I think it's a fair assumption to think that if you wanted to not be... Well, then again, why is he still in the public eye? He maybe just wanted to take a different approach to music then. So he... And there's the legacy as well of dying young in a band. Like the the 27 Club thing. There's that kind of... Yeah musical legacy that if I think if he didn't die that young would there be such a legacy behind him it's hard to know it's, it's hard really to know, hard to it know is, yeah. what would have happened Um, I just I love people like, yes to be a musical le- legacy definitely that's not to come into question sorry Um, as in like what he did for music and yeah. obviously he was an amazing talent and stuff like that but just like if he like <laughs> if he kind of lived out his days the same way like Morrissey if Morrissey died when he was 27 he'd be a legend yeah but he's just, like he is now a fussy old he's, he's now 
a right wing piece of shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Um, Morrissey. It is, it just, I, I find it really interesting. People's refusal to accept that somebody has gone on it, like a manifest and like, and maybe it's like a joke thing of like, oh my God, he's over Cuomo or whatever. Like, I don't know where it originated. Yeah. I can't find the origins of this, but it's still like people want somebody to be immortalized in something else that would also be immortalized. It's like. Yeah. Immortal inception nearly. Yeah, I can see that. Um, another person who apparently died. <laughs> well, yeah, this per- person apparently died and is actually been replaced by a doppelganger. It's something that I feel like a lot of people know the story. Yeah. But if you don't, you're going to be like, what? Um, it's a pretty popular one, but there is a, um, a conspiracy theory that Avril Lavigne is actually dead and was replaced. Now, there's debate whether she was replaced by a robot or just replaced by a doppelganger. Right. Okay. Um, I know the doppelganger version. Understandable. I can see that being a thing. I mean, not saying it happened. Um, but it's it's plausible that like, if you're just after launching your career and people are still want to make money, they'll replace you a doppelganger. Wasn't Makes that sense. like the plot of the S Club 7 film? Yes. Like, if you are too old to know who S Club 7 is, just Google this. I can't remember what the film was called. What was the film it was like? the one where they went to the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. What? <laughs> I have no idea what yeah, the film so S Club 7 were like a popular British pop band um, and there were seven of them and they did a film where they went yeah to the Bermuda Triangle and then they were cloned in this like in the 70s or something you're like was that the no they didn't go back in time the they sem- were like in this house or whatever yes and, and then, then- the person who owned the house was actually cloning them and they weren't allowed to leave the house or something. So, like, really, really weird. Like, back in the day, pop music was wild. Like, there was a Spice Girls film. There was a S Club 7 film. And, like, they had to, like, perform a dance number to get out of a jail or something. Like, it was really weird. And now I'm thinking about it and I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> Bizarre. But that was kind of the plot of the that film, that they, they were going to be replaced by doppelgangers. And they only knew they were doppelgangers because they had no belly buttons. <laughs> Yes, I think that was a different film because the Bermuda Triangle film, they definitely like went, they were on like a cruise, like performing or whatever, and they went into the Bermuda Triangle and suddenly they were back in the 70s. I don't know what film that was. Was it S Club 7? That was definitely an S Club 7 film. I remember Joe being How like, many S Club 7 There films. was a number. There was a few. There was Fucking a few. Hell. Um, but yeah, apparently Avril Lavigne, her, because she was coming to the peak of her career, apparently she died, I think, just after her first album was released. And the theory is that... So 2003 or 2004? Yeah, that she died of unknown reasons, unknown causes, and was replaced by a doppelganger to um, replace her and obviously keep making... Apparently the, the clone was called Melissa Vandella. Right. Um, so she's not actually a clone so much as she is a, her own individual person who just happens to look an awful lot like that. Yes. Apparently as well, she was um, bright and peppy. Because if you if you can like look at Abel's like first album, like was so like you know you got complicated, you've got Skater Boy. They're kind of she's very grunge in those. Yeah. And then obviously she released um pretty what is it called best damn thing. Yeah. And she's like got girlfriend and she's kind of more seen in it. So because she changed changed genre, her aesthetic yeah. and her you know upgraded her genre, people are like. She was a cologne. Um, so, I mean, that sounds reasonable to me. It sounds, yeah, it sounds kind of reasonable, but it's it's not. It's I just like bizarre. I've seen pictures and it's like 
Avril Lavigne's eyes from a few years ago and from today. And it's like her eye shape has changed. And it's like, well, in one of those, she's wearing eyeliner. Also, I have like a thing where like the over my eyebrow, when I'm tired, it'll get swollen. And okay. it'll, it'll like, my eyes will look droopier than they are. Yeah. And like, that was what they were showing in this picture. I was like, stop peeking on her eyebrow, like swelling. <laughs> leave her alone. It's bizarre. She just needs an ice pack and to calm down. <laughs> like, just leave her alone. Yeah, like the, the pictures comparison are definitely just things that like she either... She changed as her either she like obviously if you lose or gain weight your your face, your face shape changes change. a bit when and you as change, you grow you, older between yeah. your face shape between you being like fifteen and the, your face shape at twenty are going to be yeah. slightly different. Um, just looking actually here apparently according to the internet whispers, uh, her glamorous high profile lifestyle got to be too much for her. She was either a killed by her record label, which doesn't make sense because why would they go to all that effort just to replace her? Uh, B um, died in a skiing accident or C died by suicide and that's when they decided to replace her they would have stood to make more money from her if they killed her and then pretended it was a suicide or that like she was murdered by a fan or something yeah than if they just replaced her with somebody who may or may not be able to to carry on the doppelganger thing yeah it's a bit bizarre it's a bit yeah it's a little bit weird Um, but yeah that's probably that is been going around as like a hoax for like a long time um i'm actually just looking here at one of the pictures of her eyes like yeah you're right it does look like the corner of her eyes are just a bit different because probably again there's also the possibility of photoshop photoshop to make her look different you know to fit into that mold of what's stereotypically beautiful or that kind of stereotypical this is Beauty standards. Stereotypical beauty standards. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was another one I saw and it was like, oh, she had this like mole or like birthmark on her face and now it's gone. Um, But like, they can come and go. Like, I've yeah. got more like, I guess like moles or like beauty marks than I had two yeah. years ago. But like, I also used to, when I was really little, I had like, it was like a broken vein kind of in my face. Okay. And my dad still has it. And like my sister, I think my, my sister and my brother have one as well. Like it just went away with time. Like his never did, but it was like yeah, my face changed, and that was just part of my face before, and now it's not there anymore. So like, shit like that can Possible. change, yeah. or like she could have got it removed, or covered it up with makeup, makeup exactly. like it's... or again remove with Photoshop. Yeah. Um, but there is comment here from Al- Avril. She told the Independent in twenty eighteen. No, I'm not dead. I'm here. Um, but that <laughs> sounds like something a doppelganger would that say. That sounds exactly like somebody would you know. No, I'm not dead. I'm here. I'm here. Um, but yeah, that's the the Avril Lavigne theory. Let us know your thoughts. We're on all the social media channels as Kids from Yesterday Pod, but you can find us on Twitter at Kids from Yesterday Pod. Yeah, we want to know your thoughts. Is is there a conspiracy, like an emo conspiracy that you have heard that you think we should know? Like, I didn't watch the full Crank That Frank video. Maybe there is something more that he's talked about before that would be of interest to us or that are of interest to you or maybe you I don't know maybe you clone people and you want to tell us about it. <laughs> maybe you want to tell us Dolly the sheep <laughs> yeah oh Dolly so going to get a bit more spoopy now a little bit more spoopy a little bit more spoopy now this is actually a tr- real life story that we're going to tell you this is Coda told me this story I think the day that we recorded our fashion episode yeah. And you started telling me the story and then I screamed at you that they did this on My Favourite Murder. And yeah. you were really disappointed that I didn't that I knew the story. Yeah, already. I was like, oh, I want to tell someone who doesn't know it. But you're going to tell 
everybody else because yeah. maybe they haven't heard it because everyone I've tried to tell a story to which has been you and my boyfriend Ryan have been like yeah I know that story so yeah Claudia come on yeah, I'm like, I read it on the Damn. internet it's a meme now <laughs> well you know me and the internet I only have only recently got the access but this story I read this at like really late one night and scared the living Jesus out of myself um and it is pretty spoopy not gonna lie it not is, gonna lie, it it is pretty, spoopy. pretty scary I do keep getting the details of this story mixed up with an episode of Bones. Yeah. Dreams and reality. Dreams and reality just <laughs> colliding at all up. times. And maybe you know the story, but we're going to tell it to you anyway. So, gather around. If you're not going to be gathered around, then like, what are you doing? What are you doing with yourself? Um, so, this is a story about a black, Norwegian black metal band called Mayhem. Um, there was how many members in this band? There was a good few members. So we have a guy called Varg. Mm-hmm. We have a guy called Euronymous. Okay. And we have a guy called Dead. They are the three key people in this story. Okay. Dead. Such a it's such a great nickname for a guy. Has Dead. So how are you, Dead? Oh, there's also a guy called. Necro Butcher. Wow, that's a lot. And the drummer is Kajekel. Uh, if you're from Norway and we have butchered this, we would love to talk to you and have you maybe pronounce this <laughs> stuff. We've necro butchered it. Okay, so so basically, oh, and there's also a guy in the story called Hellhammer. Okay, so we've got Euronymous. Varg, Hellhammer, Necro Butcher, Dead, Dead, and Ke- Kajetel. Kajetel, okay. Sounds like Kettle, but Kajetel. It's probably okay. not going to say that at all. Um, so, Dead is like the lead singer, he's the vocalist, and Hellhammer is the drummer of the band. Okay, and this is all back in like, like say 1984 to like 1991, around then. This is all like, this is when the band was active um so dead euronymous and hellhammer were living together in a house in the woods this kind of sorry to interrupt you but it sounds you know those like jokes that people tell when it's like petty english Scotsman, go to a bar this is such a cliched story though when you hear like some of the things that were said and some things that happened you're gonna be like that's so cliche um and very kind of emo in a sense as well of like the stereotypical emo things that happen so yeah, so the three lads out living in the woods um, and they used to use the house for a place for the band to rehearse. Okay. Standard. Um, when, or sorry, Necro Butcher then said, like obviously in, in after all this the story happened, which we'll get to, um, we'll get there eventually. Um, Necro Butcher said that after living together for a while, Dead and Euronymous got on each other's nerves a lot and weren't really friends at the end. So Hellhammer says that one day Dead went to sleep in the woods because Euronymous was playing synth music that Dead hated. Um, and then Euronymous went outside and began shooting a shotgun into the air. Standard, as you do. Varg yes. then claims that Dead once stabbed Euronymous with a knife. Also standard. Also standard. Um, so then we're going to, ha- that's just that little bit. So in 1992, then there was a chapel called Holmenkollen. 
right? Holman Colin Chapel. That was burned down. Arson. And Barrick was suspected as a culprit, but he was never convicted. After that, there was a wave of burnings. Lots of churches in Norway were burned down by fans of black metal music um, and people on the scene. Right. Euronymous was at the burning of the Holman Colin Chapel with Varg and a guy called Faust. Um, Varg and Euronymous then, apparently, they allegedly plotted to actually bomb another cathedral. Right. Okay. And that cathedral appears... Lads. Yeah, they're, they're great crack. Appears on the album cover for their album, De Mistress Dom Satanis, which is... The Mistress of Satan. Yes, yes exactly. Um, and that was to coincide with the release of that album, that okay. alleged bombing. Um, because a picture of the church appears on the front cover of that album. Um, so basically, all these black metal fans were urged to, or they felt that from the music, they were urged to go and burn down these churches. Right. But you have one song on, uh, I think it's that album. I'm not going to say what it's called because obviously... I, it's not encouraged people. It's not so, encouraged yeah. people to listen to it, um, to be honest. But apparently this song like incites you to want to take your own life. Right. Um, Which I don't need encouragement for. Just, <laughs> I did listen to it. I was like, right, let's see what you can do then, lads. Let's see what happens. Jesus Christ. Um, Coda living on the edge. And it was like two in the morning. I was like, I'm actually just really scared. <laughs> I'm just really scared now. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the background of that. Um... Which isn't, you know, it isn't too spooky. But if you're reading it, it's, two are there songs this, in English or? Yes, there's songs. Oh, okay. The song that I listen to is in English anyway. Okay. Um, and I did try and listen to more of their stuff, and I was like, this is actually quite therapeutic because I think we had just been talking about how on Dead to Me, on that TV show, yeah. like the girl, the woman in the show, she like puts on really loud metal music just to like let go of her anger. Yes. And I was listening to it. I was like, this is actually really therapeutic. I'm gonna try <laughs> listen to more. Um, and as we know metal. from one of the science bitches we did before that like metal music doesn't make you angrier it can like sustain your heart rate yes. and people calm down as soon as they stop listening to it so it, it doesn't make you it doesn't make anybody angry it just sustains the mood that you're in yeah so that's, that's pretty cool um, but anyway gets creepier right so <laughs> what could possibly be creepier than random stabbings burning and bombing well <sighs> 1991, this is just before the that album came out. Okay. Um, dead, was found dead. Have you heard the news that you're dead? Oh, I was like, what news? What's going on? And then I realized you're making a joke. <laughs> it's an internet joke. <laughs> Have you heard get. the news that you're dead? Um, yeah, so he died. He died by suicide. <laughs> dead has died. Dead has died. Um basically again i won't go into the details of it um you can find this on the wikipedia if you want to yourself but i'm not going to tell you how it happened um so basically dead died by suicide um and euronymous before he rang the police to say that he had found his bandmate and friend dead dead um (laughs) it's it's so confusing like why did dead have to die why couldn't like one of the other ones you know that euronymous Euronymous is dead instead of dead is dead anyway so dead is dead at this point Euronymous backs down to the local bar gets a local he gets a disposable camera he comes back takes a couple of pictures of the dead body arranges some of the items around him apparently um, and then they used one of the photographs as a cover of their live album Dawn of the Black Hearts I just 
I mean, I love murder mystery. I, I, a regular thing I say is I love murder. Murder is bad, but I love murder. Yeah, I'm same. very into true crime. Um, I'm very into like crime novels and crime fiction and stuff. Even for me, that's pretty fucking grim. Yeah, I feel like I'm quite desensitized to things like yeah, that because it's, it's, the amount of yeah, true crime I've. I think it's not great that I'm as desensitized yeah. as I am. There's some things that I can't listen to. Like yeah. I've, I've, there's a regular show I watch. Um on show regular youtube channel i watch and every it's bailey sarian and every monday she does murder mystery and makeup mondays so she like does her makeup and tells a murder mystery story but there was one she tried to tell a few weeks ago and it was so horrible Mm. that i actually had to turn it off and it's the first time in a while that i've had to physically extract myself from it oh really um which i think is good because it means there's some part of me you have some emotions yeah i still i still have feelings um, yeah there was just some details about it that I was like I don't want to know this I really yeah. don't um, and there's certain things that I, I still got really freaked out about so I feel like that that's the, that like I'm going to take photos of my dead friend to use as of my dead no, dead my dead dead friend <laughs> my dead friend dead like yeah like I this to me is just a bit much like yeah. like yourself I love true crime and there's a lot I can take yeah but again I'm pretty desensitized to it but this is just Bizarre. It's a lot, yeah. Um, wait until we get to the next bit now, lads. Um, so they have this other guy then called Oystein. Um, okay. Let me just see. Add him to the cast. Add him to the cast. Let me see. Then Necrobutcher is recalling how Euronymous told another guy, Oystein, about dead dying. So you're... <laughs> So Euronymous says to Oystein, Dead has done something really cool. He killed himself. Great. Yeah, that's, that's your reaction to your friend being dead. Dead. Um, and Oystein says, Have you lost it? What do you mean? It's cool. And Euronymous <laughs> says, Einstein. Relax, I have photographs and everything. Yeah. And then Oystein told him to destroy the pictures, which is... Thank you, Oystein, yes. for being a voice of reason in this story. Euronymous then goes on to use dead suicide as like an image, as like a thing to foster like an evil image of the band. Great. And he then claimed that dead took his life because black metal had become trendy and commercialised. There was also a rumour at the time that Euronymous had made a stew with bits of dead's brain and then made a necklace with pieces of a skull. I no, I don't like that. <laughs> the band denied like it. it, but apparently Euronymous said it was true. Um, he then it was claimed that he gave these necklaces that he made of the bits of the brain, or sorry, the bits of the skull, um, to musicians he deemed worthy, which is confirmed by a lot of other members of the scene, like Faust, um, and somebody else from a band called Marduk. Confirmed that he owned the piece of 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 Dead. Dead's skull, uh, from the sh- from the gunshot wound. Yeah. Um. Sorry, you can't see my face, but like, it's disgusting. Yeah, I'm fucking like, I mean that reminds me of that we talked about this off pod, but like the um, Kathleen Knight. Yeah. And she did a similar thing where she like killed her husband and then was going to serve. Him his brain in a stew or his body actually yeah it was like she she butchered him um and then like but like skinned him and hung the skin up and was going to serve like she'd like set a table with her children's names like on place names yeah. and stuff and was going to feed her kids 
their father. Um, they were her just... staff kids, weren't they? Yeah. Like, this story is, like, fucking... It's up there with that. The character like... night story is just... Yeah. Bizarre. It's... <laughs> I've it's... used that word a lot today. Everything's <laughs> just, just bizarre. Just what? <laughs> and what? I, can't, um... I can't, just can't get my head around, like, your friend has passed away in horrible circumstances. You take photos of his body, tell people that it's cool, then you allegedly eat him and apparently take bits of his bones and make them into necklaces no i don't i mean there's spoopy and then there's like i don't have words for that Mm. that's horrendous it's awful um a month later right clearly not too moved by the death of his friend he opened up a record store euronymous did called helvete which is Norwegian for hell. Right. Helvete. That was me trying at my best to pronounce it. Um, and shop member, or sorry, apparently members of the black metal scene used to meet in the basement of the shop. So it was members of Mayhem, members of Van Cold, um, Burzum, members of Van Cold, Emperor. And there's a guy called Snore of a band called Thorns. Snore. <laughs> I love it. So he wanted a, a, an independent kind of record label. He wanted something that was independent from like the mainstream that only had like black metal. Apparently the shop's walls were painted black and bedecked with medieval weapons, posters of bands and there was a polystyrene tombstone in the window. Is that all just my bedroom? It sounds like that sounds <laughs> like Dark Race from HQ. I mean, our walls are painted black. <laughs> we can't see here. if there is any medieval weapons on the wall because it's so dark in here. But yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the shop went under after a while of course it did so then after they were kind of spreading apparently every time he kind of spoke of the suicide he he spoke of it in such like an intense um graphic way yeah and he kind of made it this like thing that you know tried to use the image of the suicide as like a the severity of of black death metal and how cool and dark it was kind of thing he used it as as kind of this awful way to kind of validate his own beliefs um jesus christ yeah well then varg a good friend varg comes along and he's having a row with euronymous and some of the other members of the swedish black metal scene which is obviously a country varg comes along stabs euronymous I feel like he deserved it at this Fucking point. Dickhead. He, he deserved he it. He deserved it at this point. So go on, Varg. Euronymous is dead. Um, oh, he dead. He died. Yeah, he's dead. Or you know, you can be stabbed and not Heard die. Heard the news that you're dead. So he's dead. Euronymous is gone. Um, the murder was initially blamed on Swedish black metalers by the media. Okay. Um, it's been speculated that the that it was kind of about a, a power struggle and a financial dispute over Burzum Records, which is a record label they had together. Um Euronymous owed Varg loads of royalties. Um that does not surprise me at all. Yes. And Varg says that he killed Euronymous in self defence. He said that Euronymous had plotted to stun him with an electric shock weapon, tie him up, torture him to death all while videotaping the event which we wouldn't I, really put I, past him yeah I believe that point, that is possible yeah. we wouldn't put it past him um, so yeah so we have one has died by suicide the other one gets murdered by another bandmate um, and that's 
the spoopy story. <laughs> Thank you for the ending, though. That was beautiful. That's a lot. That's fucking, like... I know I've heard that story before, and I know I disappointed you by not letting you tell me the story again. Yeah. But I don't think I knew all the details. It's... it's There's a lot more to it in the terms of kind of the exact archetype that like Uranus is trying to portray yeah. with the metal and the suicide and stuff like that there's a lot more detail involved in like actually how they died and obviously I don't really want to go into it yeah, yeah. ideas no but if you're interested it is on Wikipedia you go and have a look at Google Mayhem and Euronymous um or even dead <laughs> Mayhem and dead <laughs> and you'll find the stuff that we're talking about there and even the pictures you can have a look at the pictures of the album covers and stuff like that um if you're interested even the picture of Euronymous and dead that I have here like they're wearing what's is it called corpse makeup or something like so. what Marla Manson wears and face yeah. and stuff like that they're wearing that and they just yeah they're, they're scaring me I'm so scared yeah I don't I don't love that no um yeah, even you can see the graffiti that was on the walls of like their um, record store, and that you can see the picture of the chapel, and you can see like the other ones like burnt down, and you can kind of look into more if you're interested in the kind of like the satanic side of things, yeah, and how they kind of use that as part of their anti-Roman Catholic ideals. Um, <laughs> same, same. We're not saintists. Um, you can you can look all that up, but that's obviously you. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah. That. So, so I don't want to go into too much detail because, yeah. We're a family friendly podcast. We're sp- it's spoopy. <laughs> it's, it's, just, spoopy. it's spoopy, but not spooky. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Jesus. I feel like that was a. That, that was, was a roller coaster. Yeah. It was a ride. So I have one more. Okay. This is about a woman called Mia Zapata. Haven't, I don't know her. So, so she was a man called The Gits. Okay. Um, who were kind of on the scene around the time Nirvana was. Okay, so mid-90s we're talking. Yeah. Um, Mia this- Zapata was like a female grunge artist. She apparently, her whole life, had been this amazing singer. Eventually kind of rose to success with her band. Um, she was on a night out in Capitol Hill. She had been staying in, she was like kind of just between her apartment and like the studio or whatever. Anyway, she had been out one night. This is kind of, again, this is something you can look further into if you're kind of like yeah. creepy stories and stuff like true that. True crime. And, and true crime like, and stuff like that. Um, I'll just tell you kind of the basics of it. She was out one night, it was July 1993. Um, she left the pub in Seattle. She was staying at a studio in the basement of an apartment building located about a block away from the pub she was in. So super close by. Super close. Um, she visited a friend who was on the second floor of the building apparently and that was the last time she was seen alive. Um, so they're not sure exactly where she went. Her body was then found beaten, raped, she was strangled. Um, they think that she, because she left around 2am, it was believed she encountered her attacker about 2.15. Uh, her body wasn't really initially identified when she was found because she had no, nothing on her. Um, like no idea no idea on her no wallet no nothing Um, she was then featured on an episode of Forensic Files in the US I think that's still on Forensic Files is I think it's on Netflix or else it's on Amazon Prime yeah but Um, Forensic Files is great 
such oh, a great wait, show. wait, wait. Is this where they, like, try to follow her on the cameras? In the mm. hotel? Okay, that's a different thing. <laughs> or maybe it was an episode of Bones. <laughs> I want to hear about this, though. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And somebody who was a fan of the Gits. Okay. Recognised who they were talking about. Okay. And they were able to recognise that it was her. Um, so, it's not exactly sure what happened. They still don't know who done it. She was found around half three in the morning. Um... Apparently, if she hadn't been strangled, she would have survived. Oh, or, God. Or she would have survived her other injuries. Um, she had kind of impact to her abdomen and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, yeah she, the music scene included most of, some of its most famous bands. So, Nirvana, Pearl Jam and Soundgarden all they, they did a big gig for the Gits. Um, and basically what they did was they raised like a load of money just to hire a private investigator to try and find out what happened to her. Yeah. The funds dried up and it's kind of a, a dead end since there. So that's kind of an interesting music-related yeah. true crime piece. Um, some people, like I said, get completely freaked out about murder and death and things like that. And this might give you a little spoof. But for myself and Courtney, it's like, it's yeah, just it's another fine. murder. Yeah, it's another murder. It's fine. But, you know. So, yeah. They are our creepy stories for the spooky Halloween episode of... Kids from yesterday pod. Hope you've enjoyed it. Hope you've had a few spoofs. Hope you, yeah, hope you have a great, safe Halloween. Yep. Um, make sure you find us on social media or Kids from Yesterday Pod on everywhere but Twitter, where we're at Kids from Yesterday Pod. You can drop us an email, kids from yesterday pod at gmail.com. And if you're listening on Apple, and I mean you, if you right now are listening on Apple, drop us a review. Yes. Please. Give Five us stars, stars. Because this is how people are going to find us. And I, I'm sure every time you watch a YouTube video or listen to a podcast or like do anything where anybody's asking you to engage, you're probably sick of it. But like you personally, right now, I'm speaking to you. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, just click out of the thing. It'll go down in a little bar at the bottom and just click five stars. It takes seconds. You don't even have to write anything. Yeah. Just give us give us an L rating. It helps us so much. Really take a screenshot of your phone, throw us in your Instagram story. Yeah. Tag us in your story. We'll share it. You know, we're all friends. Yep. And yeah. Or like reach out. We're, we are happy to talk to you. We're happy to hear from you. We can see people are listening, but we don't know if you exist. <laughs> <laughs> Prove to us that you exist. Oh my God. Maybe it's like a ghost. Maybe we're ghosts. Maybe we're dead. <gasps> maybe we're dead. Maybe we're the ghosts. <laughs> no, but maybe we're dead. Who is dead? Oh, maybe. Because I can't really see it. It's so dark in here. I don't even, I just hear a voice. Courtney? Courtney?